Hey, James. Hey, Tim. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all cool. How are you? I am very well, thank you. What, what are we doing right now? Oh, it is time for another episode of Appetite for Production. Oh, I wish you'd warned me. I'm unprepared. <laughs> well, put some pants on. <laughs> because today we are going to be talking about Synths on Fire. <gasps> no, don't put a synth on fire. Ed Sheeran getting sued. Oh, man. Dead Mouse's new video. Oh, I haven't seen that. We get our hands on some one knob audio restoration plugins. Oh, okay. One one knob, it can be all it takes sometimes. One knob to rule them all. Mm. It's all coming up on this episode. Let's go. Hey, 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 hey. Tim, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, buddy. Hanging in there. What have you been up to recently? Um, well... I've, my life has been all about my various Mac adventures uh, recently. Should I tell you about that? Tell me, tell me. So, I, I re- had to return the Mac, yeah. Hang on. So, last time, you got your brand new lovely iMac, had to return it because there was some fritzing going on. And... <laughs> some fritzling, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we are two weeks later. Yeah. Um, so, I went, so, I returned it. They hadn't returned the money, but I was like, I need a new computer, Stat. Stats, mate, because things things were going wrong or whatever. So I just I ordered a new one and I was terrified that the money was going to come out of my account before the previous one had been refunded. They ended up coming back in and going back out on the same day. Nice. So it was all very seat of the pants. Then the new Mac turned up and it worked, which was great. Awesome. So I tried to migrate my system across. You with, went from a backup again. Yeah, um, but it just wasn't happening, basically. It would just always freeze. So I had to delay my gratification and just reinstall everything from scratch on a new system. I like that. I like I like the idea of it. It must have taken a long time, though. It did. It took like a day or two basically uh. but now i've got a google doc with all of my software in that i use where it comes from what my freaking login code is oh that's quite lovely uh, that's not like you to be that organized i think you are unfairly prejudiced against <laughs> you for not being organized even though this might look like chaos it's there's a method to my madness but to be to be honest this is the most organized i've ever been on the software front for years actually so i've got all the installers like in a backup drive or whatever just in case i don't know the internet is permanently destroyed or whatever is there anything that you realized that you really wanted and installed but you realized you hadn't used it for ages oh no because the the thing is there's so many plugins bruv i can barely remember the stuff that i'm really enthusiastic about so i don't think so i mean um there's lots of native instrument stuff that I never use that I probably should uh, use that I noticed when I was installing that stuff. So, uh, so yeah. Oh, and so, yeah. So, native instruments, obviously, there's a lot of stuff to download. Yeah. But it's pretty cool because they've got the native access thing. Yeah. And you don't actually have to install anything yourself. You turn it to everything. Exactly. It did crash a couple of times oh, while I was installing everything. But it seemed to deal with it pretty fine. So, that was really cool. Yeah. Um. Th- one thing though, so I wanted to install Omnisphere, mm. um, and with Omnisphere, I've got that on DVDs, and also the update is just like a file that's like they basically let you download it a finite number of times. So that is on a hard drive somewhere. I've got no idea where, <laughs> but Spectrosonics offer a service on their website where you can download the entirety of Omnisphere for a fee. Oh <laughs> so, really? Yes. Yeah, Did so you I pay just, that fee? Yeah, it was ten dollars, and I was like. Well, it's $10 or I've got to locate this freaking update thing and get a USB CD DVD drive Mm. to plug into the thing. So I was just like, oh, God damn it. I'll just pay the $10 for the convenience. So I felt like a bit of a cuck. But on the other hand, I've got Omnisphere installed and I barely had to think about it. So that was nice. I I quite like going back to the native access thing. I actually quite like it when people give you a 
one program that automatically installs all their stuff. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more internet uh, into that now than I used to be. <laughs> I'm getting more internet, mate. It's it's too. I've got two internets now. It's 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 excessive. Because yeah, you you can just open the specific company's program and like, Bing, I want that. Bing, I want that. Bing, I don't want that. As long as yeah. you've got the licenses. Uh, I did it recently with Plugin Alliance. They do it uh, for all their sort of brands and developers. You okay. just download this plugin, Plugin Alliance Assistant sort of program. And it just takes care of everything. It says, do you want this? Do you want this? Although with that, it was annoying because by default, it seemed to install the AAX versions, versions of everything. Yeah, right. right. I don't want that. It's, it's not, I don't have Pro Tools. It's, mm. it, there's no point in installing the AAX versions. But there was no option against it, which was a bit dodgy. Yeah, that's a bit of a pain in the ass. I'm sure if you really cared, you'd go through and do it manually. But who has got time for that? I tell you what, though, I had to install that plugin alliance thing because I have one plugin alliance plugin. Right. So yeah, it's a bit of a faff, but it's fine basically. And I won't have to do this sort of thing for another five years or something. Hopefully, that's good. Like I'm kind of hoping this computer will last for the rest of my life. So, uh, yeah, but <laughs> so I'm probably just going to have to die quick. How long, yeah, how long are you planning to live? Do you know what? I really haven't thought about it that much. I'm just kind of like, I'm just riding riding this crazy train for as long as I can, basically. It wasn't as much faff as I thought, but it was loads and loads of faff. Um, but, the, like, the performance of this new Mac seems great. So I did a Geekbench test on it. I use right. these things. Yeah. And so it's approximately 10 times as powerful as my previous machine, or it's nice. got 10 times the score anyway. So, yeah. Um, and I, I haven't had a proper day to, like, actually do some music on it, but I have laid out the project I was working on, and it's just playing it back, no problems, and it's just a real relief, basically. Zipping around there. Yeah, so it's nice. And, like, yeah, and, like, using a lot of video stuff as well, I'm just, like, how on earth did I cope with the machine I had before? Because, like, everything's just a lot quicker. There's a lot less waiting around and stuff and everything. Everything's loads snappier. So, yeah, I feel I'm very happy, basically, even though I feel like Apple's service wasn't amazing or whatever. What have you been doing, James? I'm sorry, I'm very narcissistic. Uh, what have you been up to? I realise you have your own life, of course. <laughs> I, yeah, not, not that much. I've been... <laughs> continuing to deck around in my studio and uh that's been great so far i've like what sort of thing have you been doing well i've been doing my work man have you Um, been setting it up with acoustic treatments of any description or have you just been working i've not yet it is it is a very um particular space i've I've mostly just been working rather than doing any sort of recording in there Mm. um but yeah it's it's got a good sort of reverb time the sort of reverb time that you'd want for a studio. What is the sort of reverb time you'd want? I, for a I haven't measured it, but by ear, it seems like it's it's not dead. It's not too lively. Yeah, but it's not ringing really awfully. Well, or that's like the that. thing. There are there is ringing, mm. so generally the sound does die down, except for some frequencies, which is annoying. But fair enough. Uh, it's really good having a separate space to uh, to work in. I'm definitely getting a lot more done. Oh, what the, so what the psychological aspect of it is yeah. working for you. Lock yourself in a room away from your own flat and put your head down, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's definitely something uh, to be said for that. And you're not finding, like, the, tr- the travel time or whatever is, you know... No, that's all good. It's all completely <clears throat> beneficial, I reckon. Oh, okay. Well, so you're getting some, like, uh, say, um, mindfulness between, between home and work or whatever to clear your brain. Nah. No. <laughs> I just have a separate space. Oh, okay. Oh, sometimes, sometimes what I like to do if I need to get stuff done is to switch off the internet. Have you ever okay. tried that? Um, no, I, I haven't because, the th- yeah, I don't find myself being too time-wasty and stuff. Right. I mean, normally what happens is I just, like, work until my body and mind can't take it anymore and then collapse. That's more my... That's a great strategy. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> well, I've got this weird mechanism in my brain that stops me from uh, from working myself. Well, you pro- do you procrastinate? Yeah, it stops me from working myself into a torpor. Oh, uh, well, that's probably good as well. And so, so what do you what do you what do you do on the internet that's not work? 
Uh, well, we can't talk about that. Uh, okay, I think I know but, what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that it's not that I just dick around, but I've got, shall we say, a very short attention span. Oh, okay. Uh, not in life, but to work, I like to. <laughs> Like, let's say I've got 10 things to do. I'd prefer to hop around those 10 things um, okay. than knock them off one, then the next, then the next, then the next. Although that doesn't feel like it actually helps me. Sometimes I feel that I'm just, I've got too much to think about. So I do tend to reduce the number of tasks I have and just like go for one at a time mm. compartmentalize that shit yes well i think the big problem for everybody these days is just too much too much stress just too many different things to do and worry about so i think anything we can do to reduce that is probably good but it, it's tricky when you've got loads of different stuff to do mm. man. well yeah and switching off the internet it's not like obviously you can switch it back on again you know it's not it's not you don't have like a physical restraint or anything like that exactly uh, okay, it, yeah. it's not like oh my god what a brilliant solution but if you try and go on the internet you'll realize it's off and that yeah. will jog your mind and say okay no we're not doing that today that's cool you know so it's it's a very small solution but for me personally it works pretty well I think that's good. I think um, I think it's really important to kind of like find out the ways that you know that make you most productive and everything. And I think that is a good a good habit to get into. Exactly. Definitely, man. Because each of us is special in our own we unique are, way. We're all special snowflakes. Why does nobody understand? I keep describing myself as a special snowflake to people, and it just seems just seems to put them off. If anything, mate. Yeah. Well, the, the, these guys just want everyone uniform. Oh, what exactly? What in the same wearing grey? Yeah. What, yeah. Marching to marching to our office prisons, Goose mate. Stepping around. Oh, mate. Well, I'm not into that, as you know. Um, have you got any other productivity tips, mate? Oh, um, I mean, I'm not exactly a productivity guru, but <laughs> uh, no, not particularly. No. <laughs> okay, I, I keep a lot of spreadsheets, as you know. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's for me. That's Although, the main one. I gotta say, I gotta say, being very organised. You shall we say not as organised. Why do you think I'm not organised, man? I've got Google Docs for days, mate. Because you've, you've got a month's worth of emails to answer tomorrow. Well, no, it's just because I've been so busy. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> this is my point. I chip away at my organisation. I just do it constantly. You leave it and then you get organised eventually. No, man. But you do all the work at once. I do it all the time. Oh, but okay, We probably okay. spend about the same amount of time getting organised. Except you do it in dribs and drabs and yeah. I'm, I'm, I do, I kind of like segregate those activities. Exactly. Okay. And that works for me because like I say, short attention span oh, and if I can just flip over to a spreadsheet in the middle of a job, yeah. then I'll get a bit of a break. Do you know what? It's very, very interesting because that would absolutely do my freaking head in. Mm. Oh, we're, we're two different people with our own individual minds Who would have thought it? I know, it's crazy, right? I feel like I've really <clears> learned <throat> a lot doing this podcast, man. I've also recently been using Mixed in Key a lot. How come? Because you don't mix, James. Well, no, I mean, it's it's really fun to mess around with, though, isn't it? Oh, is it? I've never really played with it. Have you never played with it? I I've, I've, I used it like once to do something one time, I think. Oh, it's great. You just load, point it towards your music collection, and it'll go through it, and it'll say, this is in this key, this is in this key, this is in this BPM, here are the cue points, and you can Oh, like, it, tells, it does the cue points yeah, for you, and How accurate is it? Pretty accurate, and I, I think almost everything worked for me. Um, I didn't spend... Loads and loads and loads, loads of time with it. I was also using it to analyze uh, samples uh, rather than just whole tunes as well. Yes, so, that's yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a great, it's really fun as well. That's that's one of the main things. Yes. Yeah, so what were you actually using it for though? Uh, in this case, I mean, I did point it to my music collection, but the thing I was doing was a remixing feature for Future Music, oh. and that involved me putting my sample collection into it and it intelligently telling me the musical keys of all the samples, the BPM of all the samples and seeing what would go together. And it worked pretty well. I mean, it's meant for music, so it's not a thousand percent right on samples, but mm. it is it is great, especially when you don't have anything else, which most people probably don't. What you mean is the sort of organized musical organization thing. Exactly. And you can just drag things in from mixed and key 
oh, into okay. your project, knowing, hey, this is all in G sharp minor. That's, so you'll be fine. That's pretty good. Did you see this other um, sample organization tool that came out recently, mate? I think I did. Have you tried it? What was it again? The ADSR thing? Ah, yes. Uh, no, I haven't tried it, but I realised it's free, which is pretty cool. It is free. Um, did you get it? I did. I downloaded it. I haven't installed it. Um, so I normally use Audio Finder, mm. but I find Audio Finder can be a bit fiddly and stuff, and it's kind of, it's not the most user-friendly. Right. Also, it's Mac only. And I'm not saying I'm going to go back to Windows, James. But I do like a nice crop cross-platform solution. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm thinking about giving it a go. What about you? Um, I liked it, but I think we may have reached peak sample organisation. Do you know, I was going to say the exact opposite. No? I feel like it's something that we've barely scratched the surface of. Well, I mean, we last time we had the Algonaut Atlas... Uh, sample organizer but that was also a sampler which i think is really good no i'm not to have your organization done within your sampler is pretty cool i like to i like to keep stuff separate mean because with especially with ableton the movement between audio and midi and everything is so fluid Mm. i feel like i mean what would be really nice is if uh there was ableton live had a decent sort of organization thing or whatever but i'm not holding my breath for that maybe they should uh license the technology from mixed in key or something god that'd be great yeah that would be a winner Always recording, me. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> uh, top story this episode. Oh, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the synth is on fire. Oh, amazing. Wicked. <laughs> synths on fire, Tim. What, like Jimi Hendrix, but with synths instead of guitars? Yeah. Now, this is a YouTube chap called Luck Mum No Computer. Who, oh, I've heard of this guy. Yeah, makes uh, makes music on the YouTubes, but generally uses sort of gear, modular gear. Um, no computers, though. Yeah, well, yeah, Clue is in the name, eh? Who would have yeah, thought? Yeah, I'm... Hey, look, mum, no computer here. Some of you may know that... So, yeah. If anyone was ever a pyromaniac... He's a twisted fire starter. Yeah. So this is a Eurorack module. Okay. It looks- for a modular system. That spits fire. It's oh. a flamethrower for what? your music system, which everybody needs. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrifying. This is definitely a fire hazard. It's a twisted fire hazard. It's insanity, mate. That I mean, it's just really making me uh, anxious. All those cables near the flames. And it, hasn't he got some like uh, absorbing panels on his ceiling and stuff? Yeah, man. This just okay. I'm gonna pour. This is just making me too upset, bro. <laughs> How could you have all that lovely synth hardware and put it at risk in such a way? I mean, it, you know, he he wasn't pulling any punches on that one, basically. No, no. I mean, I I love it. I think he's uh, not that I'm gonna buy his module. Not that he's selling it. Well, no. But yeah, it's that that tickles you, did it? Well, yeah. You know, you love synths. You gotta love fire. I do love fire, but I feel like the world of fire and the world of synths should be kept separate. I don't know <laughs> if that makes me a bit old-fashioned. Yeah, I think I think you're just too uh, backward-looking. I would never have a naked flame in in my studio, mates. Even a lighter, I think that would be. I think that's it's bad karma, bruv. But I, you know, kudos to him for doing doing stuff no one else is doing. Yeah, so well, that's... you can certainly say that. Although he himself has done this before. He is no stranger to fire. Oh, really? Uh, like mom, no computer has uh, used an Arturia beat step for setting off fires and uh, has made a flamethrower organ in the past as well. Oh, Which okay. is just great. Wow. Um, to have an organ that spits hot fire, can you imagine, James? I don't need to imagine. Okay, <laughs> okay great. He's also done sort of, shall we say, collab videos with Red Bull. Okay. So all sort of... Get a load of Red Bull cans and make music with them, which is uh, 
Interesting. The man, the man's funded. You know what I mean? Yeah, he must like he's got a lot of stuff or whatever. I just every time I see somebody who's got a lot of stuff, I get very jealous, and I think, how did they get that stuff? Well, you can see where all that caffeine cash is going to. Mate, we need to get a Red Bull deal. Yeah. How are we going to make that happen? Where's I mean, our, we're already pretty extreme. I where's, think. where's our slice of the unnatural stimulant pie? I love brands, mate. Do you know what I mean? And I'm all about helping brands communicate in exciting new ways with their audiences. So where's my cash money, man? You're also for sale. As I am, knows. yeah. I'm I'm a gun for hire, mate. So what could we do uh, to <laughs> to form an engaging partnership with today's top brands? Um, I don't know. I just think it's very important that all brands know how enthusiastic we are about compromising our integrity for cash cash money man tim will get a nike tick tattooed on his ass cheeks i will do whatever it takes to get that money bruv we- uh, so here's our brands it's time for you to watch the new music video from Dead Mouse. Oh, I saw a still of this. Yeah, it's. I mean, people are saying it's like not safe for work. It's, it's safe for work. It's fine. It's anything safe for my work, mate. Yeah. Oh, a tentacle already. Brilliant. I know I'm going to be into this. So this video is um, a bit nuts. Yeah. It's very Dead Mouse. Well, he's got a floating Robo Mouse head. Yeah. Toilets. <sighs> Oh, there's a naked woman and her nips are covered. I think she's a robotic naked woman. Oh, really? Got some good uh, good graphics going on. Yeah, I mean, money's been spent on this? I would hope so. It's very... Oh, God, they're like rabbits, mate. Yeah, it's very... It's got disturbing people in it, and it's reminiscent of... Uh... What was it? Was it like some Aphex Twin stuff? Oh yeah, I was gonna say it looks it's kind of like a less interesting take on window liquor, I guess. Yeah. I mean it's fine. Jellied jelly mouses there. Yeah, jelly mice. I mean, I don't know, I'm getting a bit of a lol's so random bacon narwhal sort of vibe from it. Yeah. Oh look, there's a guy with a horn. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's um, not it's not like Disturbing. Oh disturbing. god, oh, and this guy shat himself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really into it. It's just like all a bit crazy. Oh, has he got a freaking graphics card in his mouth? Uh Um It does it just doesn't actually say anything. It feels just like really empty and kind of very much indicative of the so-called culture of today's electronic music well, mate. maybe that's what he's trying to say oh well that would be that would be really really good if you maybe that's to do the that. point maybe it's what the fuck random and that's the point because it doesn't actually mean anything and we've had enough of it well yeah i mean I don't know, man. I just, I just don't find dance music culture has anything interesting to offer these days. And I say that as a massive proponent of dance music. It's just like a load of pseudo-random wannabe uh, controversial images or whatever. It's just like, it's just like something a sort of a thirteen-year-old boy might think was quite clever. I guess this, this whole making a crazy video is not an attention-seeking thing, but it's like. Hey, everyone's going to share this because the video is extreme or whatever. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Not a fan, really. I mean, the chords are really nice and it's catchy. And like, if I was if I was still DJing bars, I'd probably be playing it. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, I fair can't, I can't look at that much. What's your favourite part of that video? Um, I guess there were some nice colours yeah. in there. I like the bit where the fish was swimming and there was a hamburger. But the fish didn't eat the hamburger. Oh, man. Well, I just it's... wanted it to eat that hamburger. Well, you like being denied, do you, James? I think I see where this is going. I, um... think... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the kind of video that we'll be pouring over in 20 years time looking for conspiracy theories. I don't. I don't. I don't think anyone's going to care. Someone's going to die. And we're going to be in 20 years. We're going to be looking through every frame of that video saying what was Dead Mouse trying to tell us? About the Illuminati and their plans. Oh man, Illuminati confirmed. Ed Sheeran. Talk to me about Ed. 
Ed is being sued uh, by the estate of not Marvin Gaye, but Edward Townsend, who is, by the way, dead. So the estate of (laughs) Edward Townsend is suing Ed Sheeran. This this did first surface in uh, 2016, but it's back again. Seems like it's going into court. And... um, they're suing Ed Sheeran for a hundred million dollars. That is a lot of clams. Yeah. So allegedly he has copied parts of the hit well-known baby making song Let's Get It On. Okay. For his own song Galway Girl. Thinking Out Loud. Okay. This is the Ed Sheeran song. Okay, this is the Ed Sheeran song, is it? Okay, let's have a let's have a listen. Oh man, it. This does sound a bit like Marvin Gaye, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got it all. I mean, it doesn't sound exactly like it, but he's really, he's clearly nicked the vibe. Do you know what I mean? I like how he's added that vinyl crackle over the top. Yeah, that's really clever. Probably with a plug-in. It makes. I don't know, man. I feel like I need to listen to the original again to work okay, out how close it is. Should we have a listen to that? Let's listen to the original. Okay. So this is the this Marvin, is Marvin Gaye. Gaye okay. Oh, it's such a classic. I'm feeling sexy already. When your legs don't work like they used to before. So I think when the drums come in is when this is really uh we get down to business. This is a very shapely woman in this video, mate. It's all about subjectification run riot, mate. Yeah, and look at what they've done to Ed. They've just It doesn't make it more like Marvin Gaye just because you go wah, 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 wah over well, the top. Everything makes it more like Marvin Gaye if you do that. So it's basically the bass line and the chords, is it? Yeah, well, uh, the documents submitted say it copies... The melody, rhythms, harmonies, drums, bass line, backing chorus, tempo, syncopation, and <laughs> looping. What, they've made a piece of music? <laughs> How dare they? Yeah. Now, actually, I I usually come down a bit harder on these things. Uh, because I think it is more about the feel of the whole thing rather than, <sighs> hey, you've no. nicked my bass line. No. Generally, I know I don't. I'm not saying that they should win this court case. I'm just saying I come down a bit harder than everyone else does because it's very much like if if I played you that Ed Sheeran song without saying anything, you might well go and say, huh, "That sounds, you know, that sounds just like Let's Get It On." Um, I might say, "Oh, when the beat and the bass drops, it's got a similar feel to Let's Get It On." True, but if you told me that they were taking them to court, I'd be like. What are you chatting about, bro? Yeah, this is this is uh I I I don't agree that this should go any further. And you're the you are actually the judge in this case, aren't aren't you? Yeah, so you can I'm, probably get an exclusive here. I believe, so what's your what's your ruling? I, I've got a, a letter saying that I am to be judge, jury, and execution. <laughs> oh wicked. So I, I think he should get off scot-free, <laughs> but we are going to hang him. Okay, okay. I I'll stand behind that. Like I'm generally against capital punishment or whatever, but in this case, like, mate, he's sort of been inspired by a beat and a baseline, so yeah, death. This is uh this another dimension to this. This case has been bo- uh, brought to court by a company called Structured Asset Sales. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got to root for the underdog yep. in this case. So structured assets, man. Yeah, I'm I mean, in corner. <laughs> those guys have had it rough for too long. Yeah, you know, yeah. when when are structured asset sales gonna get their break? Oh mate, fuck structured assets and and all kind of patent trolls yeah. and uh, <clears throat> lawsuit trolls. It's just yeah. So get a real job. Contribute something to society, you rich bastards. In short, this is a troll. Yeah. And so are so many of these uh of these cases and pretty much all these cases let's be honest yeah um it's really shameful and whoever whoever's involved in this should be really ashamed of themselves and um, i think i think they put it out in the public domain to get the man on the streets take of it and the man on the streets take on it will usually be yeah that sounds really similar 
but they have no generally no musical training and can't say well yeah of course those four chords are the same they've been used for generations yeah yeah it's like uh, yeah stealing anyway is a really important part of music also with that blurred lines thing i didn't think it sounded anything like that marvin Gaye tune to be honest even though loads of people did i i actually did again i did think that was very similar not to say that they should uh not to say that they should uh lose the case or that that should be the way things are done you know, no, like the thing is, if you st- if you start doing shit like that, and it's like, and then everyone's worrying about what chord progressions are okay to do and what stylistic stuff is okay to do, that is just like the anti art and anti creativity. So yeah, it's, it's just awful. Mm. I mean, the, yeah, this is very similar to Blurred Lines because again, it's it's Marvin Gaye, and I I don't know if I'm getting this wrong, but it might even be structured asset sales that were behind that one. I think no, I think what happened was. Um, they were like it was they anticipated some potential legal action so they they were just like it's a fair cop gov even though i don't really think it was a fair cop basically it's you know this is all about money and it's not really about art and it's really really sad yeah it's it's when when money starts to blur the lines if you will (laughs) oh my goodness with art uh i mean i'm just thinking out loud here but uh let's get it on (laughs) <laughs> no, let's get it off. Yeah. Let's get it out of the courtroom and back into the studio where music should be. Am I right, James? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are a fan of the website Who Sampled, right? Yes, I am. You love it, right? I do. I use it regularly. Yeah. What do you use it for? I use it for finding out... Um, what people have sampled and also sometimes i'll listen to a song and i'll think i'll make a good sample i wonder who's already sampled that so i'll use it i'll use it both ways so you you can sound as derivative as possible right exactly well mate i'm gonna give you a little liquid drum and bass tip here what you want to do is find a hip-hop song that you like find out the ch- the old funk or jazz tune that it samples and then sample that yourself maybe a different bit of it so it looks like you're doing something new so uh, <laughs> yeah there you go mate perfect uh, masterclass right there yeah uh well anyway the who sampled app i've had the who sampled mobile. app for ages mate There's, and you've paid for it i assume i paid for it like back in the day like ages ago it now contains a Shazam style recognition <gasps> feature so you can what? just hold your little telephone up to a speaker somewhere and it might be able to tell you who sampled it. Oh my God. Wow. Who, who sampled the bits of the music. That's really, really cool. I can't wait to try that out. Uh, well, you're going to have to pay extra for what, it. What, again? Yeah, I'm afraid so. It, this. Oh, mate. Timmy doesn't like getting shafted, James. You've already got the app, which is currently $3.99 on iOS, but free and ad-supported on Android oh, phones. Oh, racist. Uh, it costs you, to actually get the recognition part of it, it costs you 10 American clams per year for that what? part of it. Which, Why don't I just Shazam it for free and then look it up? Uh, I know. It's a shame because I wanted to uh, put the Who Sampled app up against some of your tunes. <laughs> oh, okay, who I've sampled. Yeah. But oh, that would be really good. It's going to take uh, 10 clams a month. No, I'm not I'm not paying to find out the stuff that I already know I've sampled. Yeah. That would be shocking. Shame. It's a shame. That would be, that would be a good little mini feature, though, mate. Yeah. See who Tim's ripped off. A lot of Marvin Gaye in there. <laughs> Would you know what? I do, <laughs> do you know? What? I've never sampled Marvin Gaye, and I really don't do that many big. Like I've done like one or two tunes that have got got like big samples in, really. But generally, I'm pretty creative and original, mate. I'm sure Structured Asset Sales would love to hear <laughs> what you've been up to with their IP. Do you know what? It, it makes me sad when I see people, because you've, you've always seen this, people on the internet saying, oh God, um, is it all right to sample something if it's really short or whatever? I've written a letter to the people that made this film that I've sampled. I'm waiting for them to get back to me. It's just like, nah, mate, sample what you like, unless you're making loads of money and nobody cares and just do what you want and just make exciting music yep that's the that's the law guys i'm passing it down stone tablet <laughs> I, there's there's only one rule though so there's only one stone tablet oh yeah there's just one stone tablet but there's a lot of space on it yeah and well that's space for you to like add your own creativity well mate. remember yeah. tim remember there are no rules <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, yeah, that's absolute bullshit, though, isn't it? It's another another bullshit rule is, yeah, if it sounds good, do it. No, no. <laughs> you, you've got to learn about what's, what, why audio sounds good and why it works on different systems. Yeah, but yeah. if it sounds good, do it, right? No, no, no. If it sounds good, don't do it. Think about it and work out what the fuck's going on in your mix, basically. Mate. 10 quid a year go fuck yourself this, this, i think i think we've reached peak subscription we've reached peak subscription have we i think we have it can't surely it cannot get any worse than this it's really bad man i need to go start going through shit and start pruning man it's ridiculous um it's i just don't see what, how it can go, get any more insane from here man i think banks should be putting out ads say saying we've got a great tool for just going through your direct debits and cancelling them yeah. go on, use users you know yeah 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 I, it's it's every single friggin' few days the world must know that we cannot sustain that many subscription things yeah i mean it's is it a bubble maybe it might be i mean i wouldn't say a bubble because i don't know how much it's got to do with investment but i but think a bubble that will you know yeah burst. i think there'll be so much that people making new ones will start realizing, oh, well, why is no one paying ten pound a year for my for my uh, yeah, recognition yeah. algorithm? A trick. A tricky thing is, like, a lot of this stuff will won't even just be a direct debit or whatever. It would be coming out of your Apple Pay, iTunes stuff, and right. everything. So it's like. I've I haven't used Headspace for ages uh, since I started doing TM, and I haven't even been doing that because I'm a slacker. Um, but I need to stop paying for that. That's ten quid a month, and I'm just paying that like a knob, even though wow. I haven't opened the app for ages. Yeah, I'm a freaking I'm a fool, man. <laughs> this, and they've got me. And also, when you start getting things that are monthly and things that suddenly crop up that are yearly, that's going to knock people yeah man. into overdrafts. They're yeah. going to get charges by accident, and it's not really their fault because they. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Yeah, I mean, I'd really, really like to free myself from some of these bonds or whatever. But it's kind of tricky because of the work side of it as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <sighs> oh, mate, it's depressing. Yeah, I think I think maybe soon people will start learning. And also, it does give quite a lot of kudos to the people who just charge a one-off fee. You know? Yeah, man. I'm more inclined to pay someone for something knowing that it's just one time. Definitely. I think I think premium now is looking like a really, really good deal um, in a way that perhaps it didn't in the past. Like back, you know, just for, you know, even for apps and stuff like mm. that and all this sort of stuff. Like yeah, if someone can sell me something good that works for a reasonable one-time fee, that that feels like a real positive to me these days. I've heard on the developers' side of things the argument that well, we're going to have to maintain this, say, software or whatnot, and we're mm. going to have to keep supporting current users. But I mean, it wasn't a problem when that was baked into the upfront price before, and yeah. people stop supporting old machines and stuff like that. That's basically fair. We've agreed that as a society, haven't we? Yeah, I think so. I don't think you could expect free updates for life or whatever, but I think you should get at least a version that you can buy and you know use forever if you're keeping your crappy old machine. Mm. <sighs> ah, state of the world, mate. State of the world. Oh, tough, tough times. So is it a special time of year, James? <laughs> it, it's the specialist time of the year. A wonderful time of the year. This is the time of the year when Yamaha foists upon the music tech community the new edition of Vocaloid. The singing robot plugin that the, everyone loves. Hell yeah. Oh, wicked. Should I click on this link? Let's check out Vocaloid 5. Oh, my days. So, yeah. Hang on a minute. They're not like anime princesses anymore, mate. I what? don't know. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> what the F? So Vocaloid has always been very, shall we say, Japanese. Yeah, it really has. It's uh, it's a very specific. I think everyone in Japan loves it. <laughs> well, everyone in Japan's a singing robot, mate. So it's, you know, they've got a strong connection with Vocaloid. But for people of other cultures, the uptake hasn't been so uh, passionate. No, because other cultures are less crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Do you want to play the promotional video for Vocaloid? Of course I do. Is it on here? Yeah. Oh, wicked. 
Yeah, bring it. So, of course, Vocaloid ad is man in a room by himself on a computer. Yeah, as it should be. And what do you do when you're by yourself on a computer and you have the ability to generate female voices? I generate love songs to me that are very sensual. Yeah. Oh, I maybe I sit there and use a minority report style interface yeah. to choose waveforms. I don't know why they're doing this. It's like, what? A minority style VR interface? That doesn't exist. They've got too much money for their promotional videos, man. She, you know, the only reason anyone ever actually uses Vocaloid is to make virtual Japanese girls say things that they usually don't say. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this, man. I liked, I liked it when it was all Japanese weirdness. I like the way they've gone for a bit of a future bass uh, tune, though. It seems very professional. It reminds me of Logic's sort of flex pitch stuff. And mm. they got 11 effects. Wow. 2,000 audio and phrase presets, or you can create lyrics and melodies from scratch. Okay, that's crazy. I mean, the whole thing about it is that it sounds and has always sounded very uh, specific. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of in the uncanny valley, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <clears throat> so you have four singers, Amy, Chris, Kaori, and Ken. No, oh, hey, guys. No prizes for guessing which two are the Japanese. Okay. Uh, and in the premium version, you get an additional four singers. There's the uh, sexy VY1 Japanese female. Okay. She sounds like a robot, is she? VY2 Japanese male. Oh, okay. Cyber Songman English male. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. Cyber Songman 2 English male. Yeah, this time it's personal. And Cyber Diva 2 English female. Wicked. Yeah. And do people actually ever use this? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, I don't think there has been a real hit. Uh, it's like, say, a worldwide There hit must have been... It. I bet there's been something in Japan or whatever. Oh, certainly yeah. not worldwide, though. Not worldwide. But, I mean, you know, it would be kind of cool to use it as just a backing thing, as a sort of weird, like you say, Uncanny Valley sort of... What's that thing happening in the background? I, I don't really know. I don't know. It just seems like a lot longer than getting an actual vocalist in. Do you know what I mean? And I appreciate yeah. some people might not be able to do that. But who are these people making vocal pop music who can't afford a vocalist and it's just fine for them to have robo vocals on there? I think a lot of vocalists, like if you can't afford a vocalist, there are still things you can do. Like a lot of uh, vocalists will do it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad it still exists because obviously this is the sort of thing that should be happening in the world. Well, exactly. I mean, we need, you know, obviously at some point there's going to be a singing robot and we're all going to be living in Fifth Element. But so, you know, this needs to happen, but... I just can't imagine who's spending money on it. For all its idiosyncrasies... <laughs> for all its... Pardon? For all its idiosyncrasies and weirdnesses, Vocaloid I mean, is technically at the forefront of uh, technology. Um, in yes, many ways. I guess, Which yeah. is a bit sad because, you know, <laughs> it still doesn't really sound good, it's, in my opinion. It's, you know, it's pretty good. But it's not good. It's not as good as a real person. Well, that's the thing. Why hasn't anyone cracked speech synthesis? You know, you can get people who have have emulated the sound of a Pultec equalizer to a T. <laughs> but why can't you just? Oh my god! Why can't you just extract a human larynx, whap it on the table, and take some measurements? I think you're being facetious, James, with that comment. Um. <laughs> I, I want I want someone to take molds of my vocal folds. I'll I'll take some moulds of your vocal folds right after this recording, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Vocaloid 5 is available from the Vocaloid shop. It's yeah, got its, its own entire shop. It's only got its own a price in yen. 25,000 yen clams for the standard version. That, I've done it already. Oh, don't you worked you, it out. Oh, wicked. Don't you worry your pretty robotic oh, head about God. it. 170 quid. For the, for the standards? Standard issue uh, Vocaloid 5. And for the premium edition, 40,000 yen clans, which is 270 quid. I see. Mm, Quidaroos. Well, yeah, quidaro Japanese quidaroonies. I don't think that's a bad price, actually. I think that's fine. Well, if you're professional, I guess it's not too bad. Um, 
I'm sure there'll be a lot of like weebs in their bedrooms using cracked versions as well, I a, guess. A lot of whole synths take uh, a lot more, uh, have a far larger price point than that. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't think of too many apart from Omnisphere. Nah, they do. And if you get a whole sort of virtual vocalist, if that's your kind of thing, mm-hmm. then fair enough. Well, I suppose if you are into virtual vocalists, Vocaloid is practically the only game in town. There was that chip synth one. Do you remember that? It was made by some weird, weird European company, uh, but that was pretty good. Are you, ch- are you talking about Plogue? Yes, the I am talking about Plogue. Yeah. Canadian, man. Oh, Canadian. Can- Canada's time, part of Europe, I the reckon. The one time you tried oh, mate. <laughs> to say where a company is from, you get oh, it wrong. Oh, God. And you even chose the whole region just so you could try and get it oh, right. Oh, but- yeah. No, man, I'm really sorry, everyone. Uh, yeah, they have their alter ego uh singing synth sort of thing but that the whole point of that is meant to be fake sounding yeah but i think i really think vocaloid they're really trying to make it as realistic as possible and maybe it's just maybe it's just not possible yet to get it well i think it would require an enormous amount of investment to come up with something that was indistinguishable okay there are a lot of different technologies that could be used for this you know you could maybe uh the ideal people to make uh, a sampled human voice is someone like spitfire you know, who do sampling rather than physical I, modeling. Yeah, I, um, I think, um, I don't, yeah, I don't think sampling is the way to go. There, there is that technology that they've, I saw a news article about recently where they can change what you're saying um, because of uh-huh. fake news. Um, so, you know, presumably like the FBI or whoever has got like this crazy technology, oh, they should put out a plug-in. They've already got Vocaloid 6, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's probably just like some like some beta version of Melodyne or something. Yeah, could uh, God? I mean, Solemnity have been very quiet for quite a while, so maybe they just got loaded juicy government contracts. That is almost definitely Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati confirmed. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think there should be a grand contest, the likes of which we haven't seen since the nineteenth century, (laughs) between plugin developers to see who can finally crack the human voice as Would an instrument. Would you use it if they did? Yeah, I'd, really? re- I'd review it. Oh, you'd review <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, we need like we need the top companies in each of their fields to gang together. We need applied acoustic systems to do some physical modeling. Oh, okay. Oh, Spitfire th- Audio oh, wow. to do the sampling and we're going to we're going to put it all together and we're going to crack spe- speech synthesis and there is going to be no more crappy sat navs saying you have reached your destination in a weird voice. Oh, I like I like Daniel, the weird voice. I think he's good. Do you use Daniel? Daniel. He's the um there used to be a website like a text-to-speech website where you could go and type stuff in and have a text-to-speech thing say it. And he would even spit out a wav for you. <laughs> and I don't know why, because this was just an advert for their text-to-speech system that you could, like, employ on your phone line or whatever. I mean, but, but people used it on tunes. If, uh, yeah, DJ Fresh used it on a tune. I used it on a tune back in the day uh, as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet, mate. I mean, if you could get... Uh, if I could get... Uh... VY1 Japanese female from Vocaloid 5 on my uh, Google Maps. I'd be a happy man. Oh, okay. And then she could sing like second left at the roundabout or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a hit. Yeah. Sick. Well, um, I look forward to seeing what Vocaloid 6 has to offer. Hopefully, more anime people because. Yeah, they need to go it's back. A lot in more, that it's a lot more fun than the uh, polygonal dudes they've got at the moment. Yeah. It's. Uh, we want you to be kookier, Vocaloid. Yeah, it's like, go, yeah, get weird with it. Okay, in a new segment of the podcast I like to call, Is This a Thing Now? Oh, okay. Uh, I saw someone on the internet, the lovely internet, talking about something called parallel DSing. Oh. This seems seems crazy to me. Parallel DSing, are you serious? Well, why? Exactly. It's, I mean, okay, parallel compression, I get you, that's fine. Parallel EQ, I can sort of get with you. But DSing, you know, just because you can make something parallel, do you have to make something parallel? Yeah, I mean, what's the idea that you don't... Like, I mean, I would have thought it'd be pretty easy to just get the right level of of sibilance in there without going down that route, you know? And also, if parallel is meant to be sort of... You duplicate the signal and then you blend in a certain amount of the changed signal. Mm. If you're cutting with a de-esser, yeah. then 
blending in something without the s in that's not it's not the way to do it it you know not everything has to be parallel yeah I, that seems a bit weird to it's, me to it seems honest. like a silly technique that someone's come up with and i mean you know if you know why parallel dsing is superior to regular dsing please let me know but <laughs> i don't think anyone's going to do that because i don't think anyone knows i don't think it's a real thing well i mean if it makes a re- if it delivers results that are demonstrably superior i mean i'll give it a try but mm. yeah i don't i'm not feeling man i just want to like when i'm dsing something i don't feel like oh my god i've really lost something here that i need to get back yeah Do you know what i mean yeah also dss they often have the problem of just being way too complicated it's like mm. also they've they've got say you know you'll open something up and it's a DS, you know? You don't want to do anything crazy with it. Mm. You want to get rid of S sounds. Yeah. And you basically, that means you want to load the plugin and it's already getting rid of S sounds and you might want to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. And it's it's not cool. It's mm. You open these things up and they really have about 12 parameters. It's like, oh, you can detect here to a certain strength and you can reduce it to a band of your choosing to a certain strength. And then you can have these controls and there's hysteresis and gating and all this stuff and range mm. controls. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess if you're making like a Katy Perry record or whatever, and you've got to be like super, super anal about the, 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 the vocal in the mix and everything. I kind of get it, but I think for, for your average shit muncher like you and I, mm. that's yeah, it's probably uh, probably unnecessary. I mean, the reason I like the Fab Filter so stuff so much is it's got a lot of features and everything, but also you can just bosh it on a track, yeah. and set a couple of things, and it'll do what you want. I think that's the closest I've found to getting my dream of just stick it on a track and change one parameter. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I'd like something which only has one parameter, basically. I think the Fab Filter DSA is great, and I think that, that it's really cleverly does it because it's got a. It shows you like um, the sort of the the energy in the in the region that you're sort of DSing and stuff and everything, and it make and it's quite it's done quite cleverly and visually and stuff and everything. So I yeah. think that's a that's a good choice for a DSer. But to be honest, I haven't used loads and loads of different well, ones. Actually, actually, now that I'm complaining about DSers, I have remembered that recently in the last couple of weeks there has been a new one out. Oh, uh, Accusonus. Okay. Uh, they are very good at sort of clinical um, re- reparation tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a range called ERA, or I'm going to call it ERA. Mm. Um, previously, they just had two of those devices, um, ERA N and ERA R. ERA N was a noise remover, and ERA R was a reverb, reverb remover. Oh, cool. Um, and the thing about these two is that they are one-knob plugins. Oh, nice. There are a couple more settings there. Like, you can weight the frequencies and stuff. And around Christmas time last year, I was doing a massive roundup for future music on denoisers. The sexiest roundup Mm. you will ever read. Oh, man. And so I was comparing a lot of denoisers for performance on lightly soiled tracks and completely (laughs) messed up tracks. And, um, yeah, these Accusonus era... It was great, actually. Are they worth checking out, then? They really are. Um, like, Era N is really good, and you do quite literally just turn one nub up, and it, it, it gets it. And you don't even have to do the learn thing. Like, it's adaptive. Oh, that's good. Because with most denoises, you just sort of... You play the noise into it, it learns the profile, and then it takes it away. Yeah. But this one, no. It just, it just gets it straight off the bat, and that means that it can adapt if the noise source itself adapts. And yeah, I've because I tried Isotope RX in that uh, roundup, mm. and of course that is the last word in sort of audio repair, mm. and it is brilliant, uh, and it's slightly better than the Era N, but is way more expensive, mm. and it's got a load of other functions which a lot of people won't need. So yeah, if you're if you're looking, I think they do like a cheapo version though, don't they? Which is like a bit pared down. As yeah, well. I think. The pared down one is still still you're looking at a couple of hundred. Oh man! I don't know if it's got the new voice uh, denoiser in it. I can't remember, but that that really is the shit. Um, yeah, yeah. But 
the Akisona stuff is like 97% as good as it. And for lightly soiled stuff, it'll be great, like just as good. Um, so I highly recommend that. But is, the there, reason, is there a demo version? I think so. Oh, You'll okay. have to check it out. But the reason I brought that up, actually, is because they have just released a DSA. Oh! Similarly, one knob. Mm. And also, at the same time, a plosive remover. One knob. Really? So, well, hang on. So this is one plugin that does... No, no. Two... Four plugins. So you got the original one knob noise oh, remover. Okay, 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 okay. One knob reverb remover. One knob DSA. And one knob plosive remover. Oh, man. Sometimes... Those plosives slip through the uh, mic shield, pop shield or whatever. They so do. That sounds cool. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, after complaining just then that there is no quick de <laughs> I realized, the one. Yeah, there, there certainly is. And if it's as good as the noise remover, then that's going to be brilliant. That is uh, 230-odd American clams. Me? Who's got that many clams, man? Well, it's on sale at the moment for 99 clams. Oh. So something worth checking out. And you there. get all four? Uh, yes, you do. That's not a bad clam to knob ratio. Yeah. Well, they did used to sell the two original ones separately, I think. Uh, but they don't seem to be doing that anymore. Um, Do you know, it's nice to see something that's not freaking subscription, mate. So yeah. Fair play. Yeah. There are a billion, I think is the right number, uh, orchestral romplers out there. There are. Sampled orchestras, sampled violins, sampled this, sampled that, brass section, string section, bloody cajons and whatever. The market is pretty tough out there. Yeah. Especially since it takes a lot of effort to make one of those things. Mm. You know, if you're multi-sampling a Wurlitzer, that's a big job. But if you're multi-sampling a 100-piece orchestra... I am not jealous. No. And Spitfire are very, very good at this game. They're mm. definitely one of the leaders. And what they've started to do is uh, they've put some free things out. What? So Spitfire Audio Labs. Basically, last month they released a piano and uh, strings. For free? Yep. There is actually one what? plugin. One plugin. It's called Labs. And... You just launch one and choose your instrument. But yeah, already a soft piano, strings, which is actually, you get three different settings. And recently they've just brought out a drums one as well. It sounds like they're really spreading these labs. Yeah, they're interesting. It's quite stripped down. It's not exactly comprehensive. Uh, it sounds very good though. And they're very interesting instruments. Like the soft piano is cool. You can sort of, I think it's got two or three parameters on there and one of them is volume okay so one volume the other one is like the softness of the piano uh, and it's always quite soft even at the hardest setting and you got some reverb in there as well the strings there are three uh different string types you can put in there it's like long strings short strings and ensemble strings mm-hmm. each of those again has volume and another parameter which i think is sort of maybe it's velocity sensitivity i cannot remember uh, and control over reverb and for each one of those another parameter like uh, the release time or the tightness of the recording so you get basically the spitfire quality but super simplified super simplified and it, it's really good to play around with I've, I've played around with all of them a couple of times and it's yeah it's fun it's fun to use you just use the one labs plugin you got to download a little spitfire audio client app uh, but that can just do to download and install everything for you. Uh, the drums that they released in the last couple of weeks are really cool, actually. They, um, they're really dynamic. Oh, okay. So they, they're massively responsive to your velocity. Uh, you can take that out. That's one of the parameters, as well as reverb. You can make them sort of less velocity sensitive, but it sounds really good when they are not velocity sensitive and sorry when they are very velocity sensitive tell me though how are they going to monetize this are they going to sell like extra packs or something well i think i think they're just giving people an introduction to the spitfire brand which is damn good sampling at a heavy gigabyte cost but it's very good. Yeah, I mean, people bang on about Spitfire like it's something special, so I feel like I should check this out, really. You should. Start with these, but, um, I mean, to get that sort of, oh my god, look at this, 
it is not going to be in labs. Mm. Uh, but I think they're going to pop some more things out from time to time on this because it looks really cool and it sounds great. Um, I think they're they're pretty usable as well. They're shall we say mix ready, all yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you could, and the thing is, it because you can just switch between whatever instrument you have you can just load an instance of labs and you know what this is turning into tim what a workstation plugin oh you know you got drums you got piano you got different types of strings uh maybe there's some brass incoming i don't know man the question is does it sound like a rompler or does it sound like a workstation keyboard well it sounds like a rompler it sounds sounds i want it to sound like a workstation keyboard okay well screw you (laughs) oh mate but you know, this is at least something that you can just use any instrument with. Well, uh, far be it from me to look a gift horse in the mouth, James. So I am going to try installing this. And yeah. then maybe we'll see what I think of it when I've used my mind to have a go. Sweet. Let me know next time. Oh, wicked. So, James, the end is nigh. How do you feel? I'm going to take off my cans. I'm going <laughs> to count my clams. Oh, I'm yeah. Wrestle... Your lambs? <laughs> Rest on my lambs. <laughs> yeah, wicked. Uh, and then it's off to bed for me. Well, part-time farmer, part-time music at Tech Journo, James Russell is going to bed and I'm going to stand over and watch him sleep now. So I guess that's it until we see you again in a fortnight. So we're not going to see you. You're going to hear us again. You're going to hear us. time. You're going to very well hear us. And we will be watching you. So remember that <laughs> for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> see you later, people. See you. Bye-bye. Hey, hey.